This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll make it. I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. On 93.7 A Ticket and theticketfm.com. Good afternoon. Welcome into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary are with you today. Hello, Rico. Hello. How's it going, man? It's going all right. How was the weekend? It was pretty nice. It was pretty nice. So, uh, Did you do anything fun that besides hang with me and Nathan on Sunday? I mean, I was with my kids and my wife, so yeah. That was fun then. Um, what it's was, always a fun time. Ellie's a weirdo. What was the highlight of your weekend? The highlight of my weekend. I don't know. Man. You have to be careful how you say that. Yeah, you, you, I, I mean, just think I, about it. Honestly, probably the highlight of my weekend was probably just getting a, getting to go to a baseball game. It's been a while. I would agree. Not hanging with you guys, just going to a baseball just going game. to a baseball game, being in the atmosphere. Yeah, that was that was enjoyable. Uh, Nebraska. We'll we'll touch on Husker baseball. Um, there's a lot to get to. Also, we need to talk about Husker softball because they're good. The Husker softball is is pretty good. Um, pretty 20, solid. 21 and nine now overall, and they just took two games from Michigan, uh, who is ranked in the top twenty. So that's something to, to something to definitely watch for as they play Creighton tomorrow night, and then they host Rutgers in a weekend series uh, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we'll talk about them in a little bit. But first, we must do the pest of the weekend. I recorded it and. Uh... So we don't have it? No, we don't. Unfortunately, Rico, it has the it has the other Rico, sound on it. I texted you. I know. At I 1:40 was not doing anything. I was just sitting up there. That's on me. Jay It'll be done by next week. Good. All right. So, pest of the weekend. Brought to you by Bats, bats to Rats. Sponsored by Bats to Rats. Your home should not be a zoo to unwelcome animals. Call Dane to help get rid of any bats or rodent problems at 402-310-0904 or go online at bats to rats.com. That's Bats to Rats Wildlife Control and prevention all right rico go ahead uh my pest of the weekend is is a twofer it's uh okay. chris rock and will smith uh they're both menaces menaces to the oscars society okay, okay explain uh well chris rock made a joke about jada pinkett smith will smith's wife yep. um about how you know she she doesn't have hair on her head so he's saying he was excited for gi gi jane too because apparently in gi jane she shaves her head or something i don't know all right um I don't, I don't know about that, but uh, so he made that joke. Uh, Will Smith laughed at first, and then he was like, wait a minute, that's my wife. Uh, walked up on stage, smacked the mess out of Chris Rock, and then yelled some obscenities uh, when he sat back down in his chair. Uh, just took the whole whole thing off track. Chris Rock, uh, being a professional, kept going, and it was just a whole – it just took over the Oscars. And then, like, 30 minutes later, Will Smith wins an Oscar for best <laughs> best actor in a leading role for his, his role as uh, uh, Richard Richard Williams, uh, the uh, Williams sister's father in King Richard, the movie. So, yeah, just a whole mess of things. I like I, – I, I'm not going to talk about Will's wife. I'm not yeah. – you know, I don't understand the whole situation, but – 
Chris Rock made a joke. Will Smith took some exception, smack, walked walked up on stage and smacked Chris Rock in front of everyone. Did they ruin the Oscars? I don't think they ruined the Oscars. I think it just took away from everything okay. else. Was it real or fake? It was definitely real. I think it was, it was real a, as well. I don't care what anybody says. That was not staged. It, you watch the slow-mo. He actually slaps him. Like, there's contact. Chris Rock was startled. He was like, I don't – I yeah. w- what just happened? Uh, Will Smith, not that big of a cusser, and uh, he was yelling it. I, yeah, it, it And seems, the people around, like, legit. you see, like, the camera, like, on Will Smith. The people around Will Smith are, like, concerned. They're like, Yo. what just happened? Like, the entire Oscars went silent. <laughs> and that, like, when they do skits, like, you do skits in a war show, normally they try to make it funny yeah. or, like, profound or something. Not well, that. When, when they do skits, people don't have to question if they're fake or if they're real no. or staged. You can pretty much tell. But he, who, buddy. I, I do not think... Um, I think it was pretty real. I, I think uh, the whole thing yesterday was pretty real. Uh, and, and the way that, like, Chris Rock reacted, like you said, where then he, like, didn't know what was going to come next. Mm-hmm. Like, he his arms, he had no idea if, if Will was about to was about to deck him again or, or if he – what was mm-hmm. going on. <laughs> what? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's fine. Uh, but you watch, like, Chris Rock as, as Will Smith's walking up to him. And Chris Rock just kind of like has his hand like you know he was giving the he was doing the speech thing he kind of has his hands back and he's kind of like he's like oh hey Will what's up you know what, what's what's going on and then just gets mm-hmm. smacked and if you watch the slow mo he kind of when he got smacked he like balls up his fist and like kind of brings his arms up like he's about to like tries to like he's about to fight and he puts him down he's like I'm not gonna fight I'm presenting an award I'm not gonna do this. And it's just a whole whole mess. Yeah, I would agree with you as well. Um, what is happening between you two nothing. right now? <laughs> you know what we were talking about right before we went yeah, on? That that's was, what we were talking that's about? That's what he, okay. was, he okay. was referring to. This guy. Um, oh, goodness. Here what do you? Okay. Be careful what Vershawn, you say. Vershawn. Vershawn. Be careful what you say. He's calmed down. I'm, I would say Vershawn. I'm gone. Listen, you got seven weeks to get in shape. I got seven oh, weeks to get in shape. seven weeks. To be as the best I can be. The best Nick that you can be. I know all, a ten week program. Seven weeks, baby. <laughs> I need Anybody want to get in there with us? Seven weeks. I need a, I need I have seven weeks to uh this could this could go for some speculation on the text line here. Four oh two four six four five hundred okay. Hundred push ups, hundred sit ups, do some do some you can do all this, all this here in the station during your work day. You can do hundred push ups, hundred sit ups, some other stuff, and that'll help you and then you go outside, you do whatever right. else workouts you want to do. Seven weeks. I got Seven I weeks. got chest oh, I chest and shoulders today, stair step for tomorrow, Just back. Do, listen, don't worry about all that old that, that old pretty stuff. Okay. Just push ups. Just push ups. That's get gonna out. get me ready in seven weeks. Seven weeks you do really? you do a hundred every day, you will your body's gonna transform. I'll join you, Nick. Wow, seven! I, weeks. I've done a hundred a day. Cut the meat out. I've done I've done a hundred. Mm, yeah, today. I can't do that. You've done a hundred win a day. I've hundred. I've just done it today. Yeah, we, did it, we did. We did, and I feel you, good. You, right? Do I don't look it, good? It, yeah, yeah, yeah I feel. Of, I feel a little tighter. You know, a little, little tighter, a little the, stronger. This, the looking. short sleeve hoodie's a little smaller. Your shoulders are a little broader. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I mean, yeah. Seven weeks, baby. I, listen, Cut. This gonna be a completely different guy. Yeah. Get ready. Get that, Rico. Get ready. I'm gonna join. Seven weeks. I'm gonna do it. That's all I got. So this time next week we'll be like. Six weeks. Six weeks. Yes, the countdown is on. Seven All weeks. All right. Thanks, VJ. Oh, it's your boy. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, so I got seven weeks to get in the best shape of my life. Um, okay, so let's see. How far did Nick get in his last 10-week challenge? So Probably the same as same as no, me. No, 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 no. I got through. Did you get a little further or not? Yeah, I, I got a little further. 
Um, because I went five. I had to stop though. And a half. I, I want to say I got a little over halfway, but yeah, five. Yeah, very close to you. Very similar. And, and here's why. Um, it's gonna sound like an excuse, so go ahead and call it's it. It's one hundred percent an excuse. One hundred percent an excuse. Ooh. My bad. Didn't mean to do that. I, I did not enjoy going to bed at two a.m. from doing homework and then getting up at five thirty to go work out. It's called dedication. Six, day, six days a week. Um, yeah, you got to be a special kind of dedicated. To yeah, you. I just I, I, I had the perfect time. I hadn't missed a day in five weeks. I was showing up at 8, 8.30, I believe it was. Uh, and then KJ was born, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go at, at 6. Yeah. I'm going to go at 6. It'll be all right. And I, I went, then I missed a day, then I went, and then I missed – Two days and then it was just over from there. Like I missed two. Like I, I, I miss. Once you miss like a day, like a mm-hmm. consecutive days, it just throws everything so off. Hard. And I was like, "Yep, I'm done." Yeah, and I, and I, I regret it. Though I, I regret it every day, and I uh, really enjoyed it. Like I authentically enjoyed mm-hmm. the fair. Like I, I seriously enjoyed it. I kept, um, every and, time and we did kicks, good. every time we did kickboxing, I always tried to knock the bag over. Yeah, I never did. I got real close. I never knocked it over. Uh, but one of the guys that I would go with, uh, he works at Huddle. Uh, he he would routinely knock his over on his kicks. He's a big guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I actually really really enjoyed it. I wish I could. Uh, the timing just didn't work, and so that's that's the way it goes. Um, okay, so my pest of the weekend, people that hate Cinderella runs. I can't find the the tweet, but I saw mm-hmm. a tweet from from an ESPN personality over the weekend after the St. Peter's and North Carolina game that said something along the lines of, this is why I hate Cinderella runs because they provide um, low-level games late in the tournament. Meaning, th- their thought process is that if a higher seed goes on to play North Carolina in the, in the Elite Eight, that it's going to be more competitive a game than it is against St. Peter's. That's my pest because that is something that makes March Madness like no other oh, it's postseason. The best. Yeah. Because you have this team that their coach is getting paid just over 200 grand uh, to coach and he not tops, anymore. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well there's a chance he's not even at St. Peter's next year, let's be real. Oh no, apparently he's going to Seton Hall. Like that's almost that's almost done deal. Like I guess yeah, they were talking to him during that's while true. the run was going on, so. Think about that. Like you're at St. Peter's and you're 15 seed thinking there's no way and you you knock off Calipari in Kentucky Mm -hmm. and then you continue to beat teams including Purdue and Matt Painter who who Purdue can't ever close out in the in the NCAA tournament Purdue no that's garbage and somebody says that's a pretty good point at no moment was St. Peter's ever in that game yes but that's like here's the thing though um you don't want it to be not traditional that's not the right word but just cookie cutter like you don't want you don't want one it, seeds not, every it's not, year. It's not exciting when one seeds beat or are all playing. And if there's four one seeds in the in the final four, unless there were some good games along the way where mm-hmm. they just showed out that yeah we are we are much better than the rest of the field. And I mean this is this is kind of a dumb argument because you know people could easily poke holes in it. But at the same time, I'm thinking, okay, if St. Peter's beat Kentucky. Was Kentucky ever going to be in that game against North Carolina? And I know you could say, yeah, exactly. of course they were yeah, they just because it's Kentucky. Better. But, but like, look, you lost. If you're that much, if you're so much better than that yeah. 15 seed, if you're a two seed, if you're an eight seed, whatever, and you're so much better than that 15 seed, then win. Then win. 
Yeah, that's a good point. I, I don't care I think, about. I don't care if you don't. If you think that a 15 seed later in the tournament isn't going to give you a good game later in the tournament, I don't. You, that's one game. Guess what? They had one. The, the higher seeds had one game to yeah. beat that lower seed, and they didn't. They so you just have to deal with it. They, it's not like they, they should have won. They should have won. Um, th- so it's a little different. Well, I, I don't know how different is the argument with one the, like the games going down to one or the the season go, coming down to one game in college basketball because for example major league baseball mm-hmm. people were were frustrated with the one wild card game because their 162 game season came down to one game now with basketball it's different because you there's smaller smaller numbers yeah. and you like there's just matchups like Kentucky should have should have blown St. Peter's out the room. Look, there's no way Kentucky should have lost no, to St. Peter's. No, exactly. And and there's no way that Purdue should have lost to St. Peter's and and there's no way that but Purdue anybody, has a seven footer. Like yeah. St. Peter's doesn't have that. Like there's there's always that, that matchup that you can go. So I think it's a different argument there. Because with baseball there's so many little things that you have to do correctly mm-hmm. and, and with other sports as well, obviously. But with basketball, it's a lot about the matchups and a lot about the body types and and just shooting ability at the end of the day. And with with that, like, I just hated seeing that argument because I'm thinking, I'm sitting back thinking, this is what makes those first two days or that first weekend of March Madness so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Is sitting here going, listen, a three she- there's no way a three seed should have any trouble beating a 14 seed, but you still stand here going, there's a chance that UNC Wilmington knocks off Purdue, mm-hmm. or there's still a chance that St. Peter's beats Kentucky, like, or, or Mercer beats Duke, when coming in, there is no realistic reason for why they should even be competitive. There's no way C.J. McCollum and Lehigh should have knocked off Duke. Exactly. There's no way Florida Gulf Coast should have made the the, the Sweet 16. There's no way Loyola Oral Chicago. Roberts should have made it. There's no way Loyola Chicago should have beat Illinois last season. There's no way George Mason should have made that amazing run back in the day. Like, there are so many things, like, you just cut out. Like, yeah. so many March Madness uh, it's, it's March it's basketball March memories. Like, it's not March Madness. Like I'm sorry, but you're just gonna have to deal with the fact that sometimes the lower seed wins, and if you're if you're tired of it, then you know maybe the higher seed should just be better. I know you only there had you two go. losses on the season, but guess what? You just lost to a St. Peter's team. You Which, just lost to the Peacocks. The the money that St. Peter's is about to roll in. Yeah, and it, it's, it's good for the tr- schools. Transformative. Like, transformative. We've the, talked about this. They're going to get over 100 mil. It happens like, every year where a team goes on a miracle run, enrollment skyrockets for yeah. that place, and the, and the school gets a whole bunch more money. Florida Gulf Coast, when they went on that run, so many people enrolled in Florida. Loyola. Uh, uh, Chicago? No, not Chicago. Uh, no, not Loyola. Uh, University of Maryland. Uh, UMBC. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Retrievers or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure enrollment skyrocketed for them after they beat Virginia. Like, it's good for the schools. It's good for the lower level, or not lower level, the lower seated schools to go out and upset somebody. And and maybe it's not good for your viewing pleasure, but I enjoyed it a lot. And and I was hoping that they could beat North Carolina. Unfortunately, their their miracle fluid ran out, and they they couldn't they couldn't handle it. They didn't have MJ's magic stuff. Yeah, great great storyline though for for St. Peter's. Like I said, the money that they're going to roll in or rake in is just transformative for the university head coach heading off to Seton Hall um and, and like just the the team Doug 
like the storyline, the players awesome. with the ugly mustache, but the Buffalo Wings, Wild Wings uh, <laughs> deal now, like things like that are just just awesome that they came out of the NCAA tournament. So my pest of the weekend are people that hate Cinderella runs and uh, decide to take their stupid takes to Twitter yeah. and, and voice them. Get so once again, out. Pest of the Weekend brought to you by Bats to Rats. Your home should not be a zoo to unwelcomed animals. Call Dane to help get rid of any bat or rodent problem at 402-310-0904 or go online to BatsToRats.com. All right, let's, uh, hmm, let's go ahead and take an early break. When we come back, we'll dive in. Me and Rico and Nathan went to Husker Baseball against Michigan over the weekend. We all kind of hung out. And w- there was a couple things that stood out to to me personally, and I'm sure to Rico as well. Just the six, They're just not fi- doing a couple things right. Like They're just coming up short in a couple areas and, and, and not doing some of the things that made them such a fun and exciting team to watch last year. So we'll kind of dive deep on Husker Baseball. We'll also touch on... Uh, Husker softball, they topped number 19 Michigan in, in a basically a two-game series. The third game got canceled on uh, on the weekend. And so they take two games on the road at number 19 Michigan. They return home to play Creighton tomorrow night. We'll touch on that. And then also, Dylan Riola is now the number one overall prospect in the 2024 class. Does Nebraska have a shot? We'll touch on that coming up next on Happy Hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.